from Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 253, and welcome back to my front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, today was an awesome day. I hope you had an awesome day, or, or whatever time of day it is. I hope you're moving into an awesome day, or whatever. But I, I hope you're doing awesome. I hope you're doing great. Um, but today was a really, really awesome day. Uh, Mike, who works with me at Phoenix One, uh, we've decided and planned out throughout this year um, some adventure days. We're calling them adventure days. And basically what these are is an opportunity to get out of the office and just really kind of connect. Connect as friends, connect as employees, and really start talking through, you know, where we're at, what's going on, what are we learning, what are we growing in. Talk about family, talk about, you know, Phoenix One, the organization that I run. Like, what can we do? How can we improve? What are we seeing? What are we feeling? And it was just an awesome, awesome time. We went up to a, a town called Payson. And it's about maybe an hour and 20 minutes from here, but it's up in the mountains. The drive is really beautiful. Um, we up and down and left and right. It's, it's amazing. It's really, really pretty. Lots of beautiful mountains. The weather drops. It gets colder. And so we, uh, we, I, have some, uh, I have some guns, and so we went out and shot those in the woods, and that was fun. And then we, we went into town and ate a sketchy Mexican joint, but it was amazing. Food was so good. And then he took me down to this uh, beautiful, beautiful part. I had never been to this part of Payson. And it, there's a waterfall and a cave. I mean, it was just a really, really good day to kind of slow down, enjoy each other's company, um, but also enjoy creation and just being together. And here's what was really cool about it for me personally. I don't think I've done a really good job uh, over my lifetime of slowing down. In, in fact, I would say that I really do love people. I really do. Really care about people. I really do. Uh, but slowing down just to be present is something I'm really working on. I have to make a discipline to slow down and be present. I have to tell myself that the person in front of me is the most important thing <laughs> right now that God's put in my life because I tend to just kind of move on to the next thing. And so these days are a discipline for me just to be with Mike, just to learn, to, to figure out, you know, what it is to work with somebody and, and also friendship and how you do friendship and work together. And it's been a really, um, a really wonderful opportunity to, to learn and grow for me. So I was like, you know, pat on the back, doing had a good day was very present I felt like was very uh, uh, very uh, not distracted just I, I feel like it was a really good day for us to kind of connect and be with one another all that to say is take it from somebody who's learning to slow down and be intentional um, and be present it's a big deal it matters to people it's also really, really good for you. Uh, thank you for all of you who continue to listen and those of you who continue to cre contribute both monthly. Some of you give monthly on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. And then others of you are so kind and you send me little donations through Venmo and things like that. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. All right. Our passage for today is Psalms 4, 4 through 5. Psalms 4, 4 through 5. And it says this, Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts on your beds and be silent. Selah. So Selah is like a... <sighs> offer right sacrifices. 
and put your trust in the Lord. So I'll read it again. Psalms 4, 4 through 5. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own heart on your beds and be silent. <sighs> Selah. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. I, uh, as a pastor, I've gotten a uh, lots of opportunity to be with people who are uh, upset with one another, have to kind of sit in the the middle of that. And I remember this one very vividly. Uh, this is somebody who's become a very good friend of mine. Wasn't that great a friend at the time. Just kind of knew each other. But uh, so I got invited. There were these two guys that were kind of, they were just not getting along and struggling. And so I decided um, I invited them to my office just to have a conversation. And I was watching as this other guy, not my friend, um, this other guy was starting, was really attacking um, my friend and, and really going after him. And I was watching the restraint on him. And I was like, man, that is crazy, right? And then this guy started going after his wife. And I was like, oh, man, this is not going to go well, right? Like, and I could see in my friend, it was building and building and building. You can feel the tension and the struggle. Like, he just wants to punch this guy, but he's holding restraint. And and, and I really do uh, I really do honor him for that level of restraint and watching him kind of battle through those emotions. You know, as, as Christians, we're trying to go, God, I want to follow after you, but I have these human intuitions that are calling me out to be rageful and to go after people that I feel like are so unjust and are doing the wrong thing. And this is exactly why David is uh, why he's writing this. I mean, think about David. Think about all the wrong that has been done to David. I mean, we could write a litany of things, but like specifically that Saul, you know, the 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 man that he you know served and cared for, he defeated Goliath, right? He likes saying songs to him, right? You know, like like David served Saul. And now, because Saul's jealous, he's running after David. And then there's that whole scene in the cave. And David's like, I will not uh, come against God's anointed, right? And so, But you can feel the injustice. Like, this is wrong. Like, David's not, he's just following what God told him to do. He's not done anything wrong. And yet Saul is is just pursuing after David, wants to murder David, and David's struggling with that. Think about Absalom, his son, who creates an insurrection, right, against his father, right? So David knows pain. He knows hurt. And David absolutely knows anger. And you can, it's almost like in this psalm, it's almost like he's saying, listen, I know what it is to be angry. Very, very angry angry at all the injustice, angry that things aren't going turning out the way they are. I know what it is to be anger, and I know what it is to sin as a result of being angry. I know that tension. I know that buildup. I know that explosion, and he's, it's almost like you can hear him go, and it has to stop. There's something more important here that's going on inside of me, inside of you, inside of me, you know? Like there's something deeper in, in, in us that's being exposed. 
And, and this is what he's trying to deal with. This is what he's going like, I need to be silent. I got to kind of, it's almost like he's like, I need to chill in my bed and relax, you know, because it's building up. You ever had that thing where that injustice, it keeps going round and round. You can feel the rage start building up. This is the kind of stuff that David is talking about. And here's what he's saying. Be angry, but don't sin. Like, be angry, have a righteous anger. But don't sin. And this feels impossible, right? Right? This feels completely and utterly impossible. How in the world, how in the world can we do that? You know, there's a lot of things in the Bible like this. You know, like love your enemies for one, right? Love your enemies, which is kind of this umbrella that would, anger would kind of follow, fall under in some ways, right? Love your enemies. This is crazy, but this is what we're being invited to as people who proclaim God is our Father, Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and a spirit of God that convicts us and leads us and guides us. Guides us. You know, I always find it so interesting when when people say like, "Oh, following Jesus is easy," you know, or you know, when when pastors will say, "Just say that it's just as easy as saying this prayer." And I want to say, "No, no, no, it's not. No, no, it's not." Like following what God has designed us to do is is, is difficult. It's 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 really really difficult. I want to go like when I hear that I want to go. Hey, no no no. Like go just get up in front and say, hey, what we're being invited into is to be angry. Like don't be human, but don't sin, right? And people are like, well, that feels impossible. And it's like, well, we serve the uh, the God of impossible. And he just needs a mustard seed of faith, like all these different things. And, and it's not easy, but it doesn't mean that we're not supposed to do it. Not so easy following Jesus. Not so easy committing ourselves to doing what he's asking us to do. But here's something so awesome as I was reflecting on this, that David is really on to something here. Like, I think he's re- he's on to something so much deep, deeper than what's uh, going on on the surface. It, 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 it's, 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 it's more than being human. It's, it's something supernatural is what he's inviting us into. What he's saying is, what would it look like for you to tr- like just relentlessly trust the Lord? Not just compartmentalize that love and that commitment to him, but let it impact everything even your anger. Oh, so we would say, oh, no, no, the anger's kind of over here, right? This is the, the things of the earth, and then there's this thing, these things that God, and, and David's going, no, 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 you can be angry without sinning. He did not say, don't be angry. Cut it out. What's wrong with you? No, 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 what he's saying is, be angry. Be angry, but don't sin. How do we do that? We have to trust the Lord. And if we are off, uh, if we are honest, right, we often want to be the ones to vindicate, right? How good does it feel, right, to vindicate when something's been done against you, to vindicate? You ever have that thought where somebody cuts you off or somebody's like tailing you? You ever have that thought in your head is like, I'm going to slam on my brakes. You're going to rear end your car and, and then you're going to have to pay me. Right. But you deserve it like these crazy, irrational, vindicating types of thoughts. 
that go through our brains and go through our minds, those thoughts are needing to be brought into submission to what God's inviting us into. And this is what David is is really trying to talk about because it feels good to vindicate. But if you vindicate that evil, that wrong, you're just like everybody else. And in an even deeper truth that we need to really get after, and I think David's exposing this in us, is that we really, really don't believe that God is just. That he will really follow through for what's best for you and, here's the, here's the kicker, what's best for the person who caused the injustice. We don't trust God. We don't trust him. So why? So how do we know that? Because we take it into our own hands. Think about all the time that you have taken it into your own hands, right? Have you ever looked at an unjust person or an, you know, just like a Hitler, right? And and you've ever asked the question, like, why were they born? Like, if you look at Joseph Stalin and you're like, why were they born, right? And there's a list of people, I'm sure, Jeffrey Dahmer, you could rip through a list of people that we would say, why did God allow them to be born? Right? Why would he bring them into creation? And I feel like right now we're getting honest and we're on to something here. We're getting real. All of us have done this. And if we're really, really honest, we look at the world and we see good people and we see bad people. By the way, we love those kind of categories. Categories. We love them. And if you're really honest, you consider yourself good. You would put yourself in the good category. But I would say this. On what grounds? On what grounds would you? Well, because you don't do certain really evil things that they do? No. According, according to Scripture, all of us have sinned and come fallen short of the glory of God. And all of us are under the banner of God's grace and his mercy. Therefore, we need to check the postures of our heart. This is so important for you and I. And it is a way, it is what David's inviting us into. Check the posture of your heart. Do you, do you truly trust the Lord? Do you trust your Lord with that injustice? Do you trust the Lord with that, that pain? Do you trust him with your anger? This is what's most important to David. What is going on inside of my heart? Right? Because God didn't just wipe us all out because we've sinned. And because there was an injustice done against him. No, 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 no. He hated he hated being sinned against. Right? And we are to hate that sin. But we are not to sin as we go after that despise of that reality, that thing. Like like God hates sin, but he doesn't hate you. And we need to be angry at the injustices without sinning. And I can't get this this picture of my in my head of Jesus on the cross in rage against sin because he's going to lay down his life. 
And as the people spit at him and they mock him, he says, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. He does not hold it against the people who are killing him and throwing stones and mocking him. Because good anger comes from a holy heart. And this is what we're being invited to. Check your heart. Do you really trust the Lord that he's in control? If you do, relax. It's not telling you not to be angry, but check your heart. So the question is, are you angry about something or someone? And check your heart. Do you trust the Lord with it? And are you in the midst of sin in that anger? Father God, we are... Ah, these, these kind of passages really expose us that we don't trust you. Please forgive us. Please lead us into the way everlasting. So, take a breath. Reflect. And believe the God of the universe.